Welcome to Dark Side Adventures, an 18 and older, not safe for work podcast where we explore the dark side of sex, the world of kink, fetish, and BDSM lifestyle. going to talk more about mental masochism and specifically some aftercare which is important but before we get into that happy pineapple day everybody enjoy some fruit Uh, some fruit of your labor hmm i wasn't where i was going but i like that Anyways, Alex, we will let you jump right in. I feel like it's more important for the the mental side because, I like, agree. if 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 your if your if your ass cheek hurts, you can put a cold thing on it. You can go take a cool shower. You can put lotion on it. Take some painkillers, and the pain kind of goes away, or at least becomes numb. But if something that your if something that your partner said during the scene, like really fucking punched you in the gut. <laughs> And at the time it was hot, but now you're thinking about it and that's all you can think about afterwards. You need to let that person know, even if it's just a, hey, this thing you said really didn't sit well with me. Now I think about it. Mm-hmm. Like, talk about it. You don't have to do it right there and then, but just do it at some point, like ideally afterwards. And, then, um, and you know, sooner rather than later. So, yeah, sooner rather than later. So nothing bad happens. Um, and I understand that a lot of people have troubles with talking to their partner about that but that that's a whole different conversation for a different podcast but um yeah I think I think that it's, that's why I'm talking about it is because like I said you can you can see the physical sides of mental, mental masochism and see the effects but unless someone's willing to communicate that with you you ain't gonna see the mental side of it <laughs> um it's very important that people have pre-established that before you go into it and not kind of fumble around and attempt to do it after the fact, because by that point you've got ups and downs, endorphins, emotions, hormones, all that shit messes with your head and makes you dumb horny brain or dumb come down brain, as it were. And a lot of people mm-hmm. aren't in a headspace to talk about something serious afterwards. Um, so yeah, um, that's about as much as I've got to say on it. Um, and I've been talking for quite a while about it, but like I said, it's it's so encompassing that like I could fucking I could talk about this for six hours if I had the time. Like there are so many different layers to it. There's so many different techniques, so many different things. Like I said, there's not really that much about it online, but ninety. I would put it as far as to say almost one hundred percent of people involved in the act of DS in some way, shape, or form are probably already doing it. They just don't know what it's called. I wouldn't bother putting this on your kink resume because it's pretty fucking obvious. It's like saying, oh, I like to breathe oxygen. Like, it's, <laughs> yeah, no shit. Um, well, I mean, or, sometimes or like I saying, don't, so. <laughs> well, yeah, in your case. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's pretty fucking obvious. And I wouldn't say this is something that I would necessarily like write down. 
Um, but it is something to bear in mind that, you know, I put it in mind because I'll be honest, it's kind of a conversation starter. It's like my on my resume, I have I used to be a sonic driller, which I did technically for four months. That job role has gotten me two jobs because they brought me into the interview just to ask me what the fuck is a sonic driller? And that's got <laughs> me two and that's gotten me two jobs. <laughs> um yeah, later on they told me that I was like, why what 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 made me stand out? And it was like, yeah, that sonic driller thing. I, I it was like I need to know because I Googled it and there was nothing there. Um, so yeah, fellas, if you want something to pad, pad, your, pad your introduction to, there you go. No, write that down. Sonic drilling. That. <laughs> yeah. Um, Coco, is there anything, any notes that you want to check um, in about there? Or? Yes. And no, I'm still processing it. You see that you could talk about this for hours and hours, and you and I have talked about this for hours and hours and hours and hours and days and weeks. And there's, and there's you still, still more. Out, yeah, you still brought out more <laughs> in this conversation than you and I have talked about before. And I'm I'm sitting here processing. Um, I totally agree with the fact that you said aftercare is. I believe aftercare is 100% more important when playing with mental games than it is when you're playing a physical impact game or a rope game or something like that. Same reason that you said, even, even psychologists and counselors and that like the mental psyche is so like a human psyche is very, very, very fragile. And yes, we're playing with it consensually and we're fucking around with it. And if you, like you said, if your communication isn't very open Good. and honest without your ego in there on either side, in mm. there fucking with it, then it's, you're going to create trauma that shouldn't have been there. On both sides as on well. Both sides, I've, absolutely. I have been, I will hold my hand up and say that I've had people, um, How do I? Oh, I need to try and figure out the words to speak this. Um, I, I, yeah, I, I've definitely had people who weren't the most upfront, um, and that's through no fault of their own. I'm not saying that they're a bad person for it, but don't. That's why I keep saying to people, don't rush into things. I know mm-hmm. that, like, again, something, especially because of coronavirus, especially because, you know, Discord is a free app that you can download and you can just join a server and, oh, look, i got all these people and all these experiences and it's exciting and it's cool. And like, it is, it is exciting. It is cool. And it is complicated and deep and there is a structure there and it is cool, but just chill the, fuck, chill the fuck out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Calm down, like breathe, talk to people, talk to people first. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm not saying that you need to like, take it slow with people but holy shit don't just jump into like a massive scene with someone that you've never met because they don't know like some people don't like being called slut but if you don't communicate that how's the person mm-hmm. going to know that and then if they do end up calling you a name that you don't like and you freak out about it mid-scene that's not fair on the other person that you've just sprung that on because they don't know because you didn't tell them um but yeah just be careful with it um it is I would say, like, I agree. I think it is more important. Um, I think that people do need to be very wary of that because, uh, but that makes it good. 
you saying that like it's the psyche is more powerful than almost anything it is because if you once you get into someone's head oh boy like i know the phrase rent free is thrown around a lot on twitter but if you get into someone's head i i i know of people who have who i've got into their heads and oh god this is gonna make me sound like i'm bragging okay this is kind of a humble brag but kind of not i know of people who years later have got back in and gotten back in contact with me and um have rekindled things and then they'll admit that they'll say like yeah i'm gonna be honest with you uh <laughs> you kind of hit different um and again uh, this is go. all this is this is all online this isn't anything to do with me physically i haven't physically ever touched them this is just i've gotten into someone's head through techniques that i'm not gonna <laughs> buy my ebook no <laughs> right ah, go ahead go ahead shameless <laughs> plug <laughs> no no i don't i don't have one but i really should um but no like the 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 i don't want to say techniques is let me sound like a let me sound like a fucking pickup artist but like the things that i like positive affirmation and reinforcing positivity in my opinion is a far superior way than punishing someone any fucking idiot can punish someone, but it takes a real per- it takes someone special to make someone feel good about doing something bad, whatever that bad thing may be, whether it be you know licking a toilet seat or fucking a random dude or or, or whatever weird shit you want to sprinkle in there. Any like I said, any idiot can give someone a page of lines, but. Not every person can get into someone's head to make them do something that is completely out of their character. Bonus points if you have them on tape saying that they'd never do it. <laughs> um, or have it in writing to say, or that's something, again, you can include that in your degradation and say like, hey, do you remember when I met you six months ago and you said you'd never do this? Yeah, look at you now. Look at how far, look at how far, look at how far down into the sewers you've gone because of me. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's, it's really good. Like if you can get into someone's head and really start to tweak the way that their brain thinks is something like, Oh my God, I love that. Like, especially like I said, with the bathroom play is a prime example. One of the reasons I like it so much is not, I don't care if they piss or not. Like if that affects me, how the fuck does someone, you know, peeing affect me? It doesn't, but it's rewiring their brain to make a basic human function that every single person on this planet does, it's rewiring that connection to their brain to go, oh, did I ask daddy first? And that's what I like. I like seeing those results come back. Um, and yeah, yeah, the same thing with like asking to come, asking to touch, asking for all these things. Like, it, you know, Coco, like you asking me to touch yourself doesn't affect me in any way, shape or form. I'm not there. I'm not in them in person with you. Doesn't affect me, but it fucks with your head. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the part I like about it is that it messes with someone's head. It puts me in their head, whether and they want does. me there or not. I'm there to stay. <laughs> it definitely does, Master. And I play with that. Like, like I, I do ask before I orgasm. I a lot of times I ask. I ask before I drink. I. A lot of times I ask before I do go do something that's not work or already scheduled that he knows about. Um, I ask before my friends come over. I ask um, before I go visiting anywhere because, yeah, that's been trained into me, but it, he's on my mind. And mm-hmm. 
he's he's in there I I want his approval to do something do I know he's gonna say yes oh yeah yeah I know he's gonna say yes I know he's not gonna care like Edwin and Alex are currently staring at my head in a pineapple um, yeah. sun uh, uh, shower cap because I'm dyeing my hair purple. Do I know that he won't care? Yeah, but did I ask him anyways? Hell fuck yeah, I did. <laughs> Master, can I dye my hair a crazy color? What color? I don't know yet. I wanted your permission first. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that once you're in someone's head, I feel like it makes it a lot better for everybody involved because I get the security of knowing that, especially like online, especially if you're not like, especially if you're not in a dynamic together or not in anything official and you're just kind of like someone who I'm playing with at the moment. Um, after some recent experiences, I've decided that long distance is no longer going to be an option for me. I'm just done. I can't be bothered with it. But someone who I've known for three years um, on and off, we've known each other for a long, long time. Um, so we already have that connection there. There's already a lot of chemistry. And I, like, if she lived here, I'd date the fuck out of her, but I can't. Um, so we have like a an unofficial official... Makes you sound like such a fuckboy. Um, we have an unofficial official um, partnership together. But because of that partnership, I she knows that she can trust me. She knows that I have my best in, her best interest at heart. Um, despite what I may say to her during a scene, um, <laughs> she knows that no matter pretty much no matter what happens, like if she says stop, I'm gonna stop. Um, she knows that I love her and care for her. And if you have that relationship with someone, be it in an official capacity or not, you can probably get away with a lot more shit. And I I, I like it knowing that. I'll be honest with you, it's kind of a flex to know that like it doesn't matter what happens because I know that A, you'll either come back to me if you do, if for whatever reason something does happen. I know that they're never going to forget that. And that's a real power trip. <laughs> like, fellas, straight or dominance out there, like it's it's a real fucking power trip to know that like no matter what happens, I know that I'm going to be living in that head, that pretty head of theirs, rent-free for the foreseeable future. Like I've had people who have through you know they've got a boyfriend that lived local to them and then we stopped playing and then like two years later everything goes to shit and i get a text message come through and i'm right back (laughs) i'm right back there as if nothing happened um and i said to her like did you think about me she's like yeah to be honest i missed it and i was like you're just saying that and she's like no i'm not she's like 100 serious she's like i it's it's different she's like it's good like it's good and you know my boyfriend was good in his own capacity but it's like i said any idiot can give someone lines any idiot can pat someone on the head and call them a good girl but it's an entirely different thing to make someone question their sanity over if that thing really happened or make someone question you know doubt themselves when i was there on call as an example make someone doubt themselves that they came last time they played uh, one of my proudest achievements. Um, I just was in the, in a mood to fuck with uh, to, to fuck with this girl, and I said to her, "Hey, you didn't ask me to come yesterday." She's like, "I didn't come yesterday." I was like, "What do you mean you didn't? You did. I was there. We were there together." I was like, "You have girl brain. What do you mean?" And she's like, "No, I didn't. What do you mean?" And I was like, "What do I mean? What do I mean?" <laughs> that was my favorite. And she's like, "She's like, no, but I." But 
but I didn't. And I was like, you did. I'm telling you, you did. I was like, do you not remember? And she's like, no, I don't remember. She's like, I'm really certain I didn't. And I was like, I'm telling you, you did. And you didn't ask me and you felt really bad about it. Do you remember? And she's like, no, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And, <laughs> um, and again, to an outsider's perspective, they may think, what the fuck? But like, um, I, I really like messing with people's heads like that. Um, and like, I, I can do that in a non-sexual way, for example. Um, if I already have an established set of rules, uh, oh, okay. All right, I'm, I'm going to be sure not to link this to the person who I want, who uh, who I'm currently doing this with. A running gag of mine is that I have a spreadsheet of every fuck up that someone's done, every submissive within the past sort of year or so I've played with. I have a spreadsheet. Um, now I'm not going to confirm or deny this spreadsheet's existence because <laughs> that would pop the bubble for a lot of people. Um, I don't want to shatter that illusion of reality that I've created for them, but every time. They talk back to me. I just go. I don't say anything. That's all I do. But they know that hearing me go, hearing me go, and then click a bunch of buttons and then start typing away. They think, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. He's putting it down in his spreadsheet. <laughs> now, do I really have a spreadsheet? Like I said, I'm this podcast episode is probably going to be linked to people. I ain't going to confirm or <laughs> deny that existence. <laughs> but Dom's, it's a good technique. It's a really good technique. And if you really want to go the extra mile to be a bastard, every now and then, actually write something down. So if they call you on your bluff, <laughs> you've got something there right in front of you and be like, this day, this time, this time, we were with six other people. Do you remember that? Cool. Here's what you said. Um, this is the inspiration that I got from this was I have actually done this with someone and actually met up with them in person and I always said to them you know I'm going to beat the shit out of you for this later and I did and I pulled my list out I was like bang here's what you did this time this date bang here's what you did at this time at this date (laughs) and it's important to note not everybody likes that I've had some bad reactions from people at which point I will Shatter the shatter the mirror and say, no, oh my god, it's fake, it's bullshit. I'm just fucking with you. Um, so it's important to know your audience. Uh, but if they're into it, yeah, do it. <laughs> I'd thoroughly, thoroughly, thoroughly recommend it. Um, but yeah, it's just, they're just, I mean, there are so many ways that you can get into someone's head and kind of hotwire their brain to make it do what you want to do. Um, I know people who have gone in to their are uh, knowing each other hating anal and coming out of it only doing anal because of me <laughs> and again i'm not saying that that couldn't happen for everyone but it, it, it genuinely does take i mean coco feel free to chime in here but it's in theory anyone can do that but it does mm-hmm. take a certain type of someone to get into someone's head and once you're in there you're pretty much there to stay it doesn't necessarily mean in a horny way, but in the way that someone is reciprocal to you and giving you the benefit of the doubt in an argument, if it ever came, if it ever comes to that, like it's it's a real good way to influence people. Now, it's important to not use your powers for bad because it's kind of like hypnosis. You can be into hypnosis, but you don't do it on people that haven't consented, and it's the same thing here. Like, don't get it twisted. I know I'm sitting here kind of humble bragging about my escapades but like 
don't do it to people who haven't consented. I can't fucking <laughs> emphasize this point enough. Like, just because you can doesn't mean you should. And I don't think I could do that to anyone that wasn't consenting because so much in my aftercare is based off of that backwards and forwards, knowing them knowing that I'm full of shit. Um, or am I? <laughs> exactly. So on that note, in your aftercare, what is your typical aftercare routine? Um, what is your ideal aftercare routine? For me or for them? Because yes. what do you mean? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so for me, I like I'm not gonna try and out myself here, but like I've I struggle with my mental health issues as I'm sure everybody else does. Mm-hmm. Um I need to know that I did a good job. Same way that submissives need to know they did a good job. Everybody needs everybody needs praise. Like I said, I'm a firm believer of that. That you can Absolutely. with the if you praise someone in the right way, you can get them to do pretty much anything. And it's but, easier to praise someone into doing something you want. It's a lot it less effort. To, <laughs> than it is to punish um, someone to do something you don't want. Yeah, precisely. Um, so my I my aftercare is based off of that, um, based off of the just reassuring everybody that again, don't lie. Obviously, if there was something wrong, tell them. But assuming everything's okay, tell them. Let them know. Just say, hey, that was really good. I liked it when X, Y, Z. Oh, when you did that, that was really hard. Like, and the same goes for me. Me saying to them, you did really well. Oh, my God, it came so hard. Yada, 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 fill in the blanks. I'm not going to spell it out for everybody. Um, but essentially, it comes down to comfort, affirmation, reaffirmation, 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 <laughs> just over and over and over, just assuring them that they could do a good job. Even people who who were self, self-identified, like, oh, I'm a bad bitch, oh, you can't, you know, oh, I hate praise. Fuck you. You're getting praised because you did a good job. I don't care if you're fucking Cardi B wannabe. I don't care. You did a good job. And I'm going to tell you you did a good job. And I'm going to hammer that fucking point home until you get it through that dumb fucking skull of yours that you did a good job. It's really important. And the same goes, I mean, I don't expect that back from people. But just knowing that I did a good, seeing them happy makes me happy. That's why I'm a dumb. <laughs> That's it. That's the secret. I just like seeing. I'm like making other people feel positive emotions, be it that coming or hormone or whatever. You know what that word is called? It's one of my favorites. Oh, it's called compersion. Oh, yeah. oh shit. Okay, yeah, I actual, like that. Being happy for somebody else is called compersion. So there's a there's a point that I was gonna make, like in maybe like a couple of shows later, but it's gonna it would be like the difference between jealousy and compersion because we all kind of fall in there somewhere. You're either yeah. happy that something happened for somebody else, or you're sad, or you're, you know you're jealous that this is happening to this other person. So, mm-hmm. yeah, um, like that that's word. like, yeah, that's that's a big part of it. And like, so my aftercare, like for me, what I would want to receive from my partner is just, especially if it's a mental thing. Again, I'm gonna keep banging on this drum. Um, I need to know that I did a good job assuming I did if I didn't I need to know where was the fuck up how was the fuck up I need it explained to me very clearly don't be subtle and shy about it just write it down on a piece of wood and smack me up the side of the head of it like hammer that point home because girls I'm gonna be honest with you men are dumb as fuck like just please I'm begging you just be upfront about it type it if you can't text it like I know a bunch of people that can't talk 
and if they have a serious problem and they've got a real aversion to like um if you've got a real aversion to um well, confrontation that's what i, that's what type, I do type, talk it or tell someone else and have someone else tell me like carry a pigeon if you want like just tell me in some way shape or form so i know or what because like the amount of times i've been told that like oh i didn't know how to tell you bitch use your fucking words <laughs> be an adult have the conversation like yes it sucks like i loathe confrontation loathe it like i no, will yeah. go out of my way to avoid it but there's times oh. when you just can't yeah the way i say it is there's times when you shouldn't which is why like I know I've mentioned it in the podcast before, but I journal every night and master mm-hmm. has master has access to that journal. So I will bring it up in the journal because the journal is for me. He's not going to comment on it. So I bring it up first in the journal and he knows that it is coming. So he has time to think about it and process it. That way when yeah. I do finally have the courage to bring it up to him and I have finally pep talk myself into it, we can have that conversation. Mm-hmm. Because that's something I don't enjoy is being blindsided with this information. And I, I just assumed that it was just a regular scene and I've gone about my day. The worst one I've ever had was when someone, I tried something new and they were very reciprocal to it during the scene and they never said anything. So I kept doing it. And about three weeks later, they brought it up. But actually, I hate that. And then I'm like, bitch, I've been doing that every single time. <laughs> what? <laughs> you didn't tell me once. Like, it's hard from a Dom's perspective. It's hard not to get I don't want to say angry but like frustrated with that because mm-hmm. for me like I like I said as much as I like to fuck with people I don't want to actually hurt people and knowing that I actually hurt someone really fucking hurts um and I don't enjoy that part of it I really hate it um and if I can do my best to try and avoid situations like that then I will um but yeah, my just to come back to what you asked, my aftercare is like, I need to know I did a good job, um, especially because a lot of my stuff is uh, mainly pain-based in some way, shape or form. Um, and I need to know that you don't think I'm just being a piece of shit to you, basically. Mm-hmm. As long as I get that, and as long as I know you came really fucking hard and a lot, if you did, cool, that's all I need. I don't, I don't need to be babysat. I don't need my head stroked. It is nice, but you know <laughs> I, had, I don't need a warm bath drawn for me like as long as I know that the damage that I think I've caused either hasn't been caught hasn't been actual damage done that's as much as I need mm-hmm. um again consult your dominant your dummies it's not hard just talk to them <laughs> <laughs> or ask them a question or if you really want to be sneaky about it and if you're in a kinky community Pose a question of the day and ask everybody what their aftercare is. So if you're really that avert, you're really, although I would go as far as to say, if you're going to go to that length, you probably shouldn't be fucking them to begin with, personally. Agreed. But that's a conversation for a different time. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I um, And from what I've spoken to other, I don't want to say real doms, because it makes me sound gatekeepy, but people who are in the scene for the right reasons, mm-hmm. that's pretty much a resounding, I mean, Edwin, feel free to chime in here, but that's pretty much a resounding, like most doms I know, that's all they need. <laughs> Within reason, obviously, but that's one of the parts they need. 
Oh yeah. Uh, no, I was. I think you were talking. Whenever you were talking about aftercare, I was going to chime in there as well. Um, just because of your like, you know, whenever you're a dom, you're normally providing the aftercare. You never usually get the aftercare. Uh, but by the time you realistically need the aftercare, sad to say, it's like, you know, three, four days in and you're kind of slowly, you know, getting yourself back to normal. But mm. um, I, I think I, I agree with you. A lot a lot of doms need well, saying it without saying it. We need affirmations like we need to know yeah. that we actually did a good job. Like, you yeah. know, tell us if you didn't like anything, because if anything, like Dobbs, doms are there to help you know, um, not even just progress, but to help like, you know, better overall. So, you know, obviously like, like you saying, like, tell us if we did something wrong, you know, that way we can change it. So we don't go back and do this, you know, three or four weeks later, you know, if it's, mm-hmm. if it's something you might as well <laughs> nip it in the butt, you know, already. Precisely. So we can at least, you know, we can at least keep going after that. So I think a lot of problems too, that most people don't want to talk about is the fact that whenever something goes wrong, they literally just dwell on it. And they're like, oh, God, he's going to do it again. And it starts to bring fear. And then that fear turns into trauma at some point because it's like, oh, God, is he going to do it this time? Blah, blah, blah. Just nip it in the butt now. You know, that's supposed to be part of the communication. Like, if you don't like something or if he doesn't like something, y'all should be able to tell each other that. I mean, uh, I'm not going to be long winded on that, but you see where (laughs) I'm going. Well, I mean, even because like, so here's a fucking, all right, it's a bit of a uh, out of left field here, but just something I want to mention. Um. It's a very, I don't know if you've played with someone, uh, Edwin, I don't know if you've ever tried to play with someone who's, I don't want to say new to the scene, but is not used to getting a good dominance treatment. Mm-hmm. And it's very interesting to see. What's even more interesting to see is someone who you've pre-established that there's nothing serious, but then I would like talking about limits and talking about aftercare. And they're like, what the fuck is this? I just want a nut. And I'm like, cool, I'm sure you do, but... We this, need to negotiate you know, put, your fu- put your fucking seatbelt on. Like, we need to have safety measures in place because if you really want all this cool shit that you've wanted me to do, it's part of the agreement. <laughs> like, Great. I need to know that you're not going to just... Because, like, no shade to anyone in the community, but a lot of new submissives and older ones, actually, now that I think about it, have a tendency online to jump in head first with someone that they don't really know anything about something gets said something along the way and instead of talking about it like a normal person they go talk to their friends yeah and that's good sanity checking and safety checking and knowing that you're not being a fucking dunce or overthinking it good idea good talk to your friends but when you start shitting on that person ugh, that i don't like that i don't like that that's a thing that people do because if you, you know, like so many times someone has come to me crying because their dom did something and I'll say, have you spoken to him about this? And I'll say, no. And I was like, mm-hmm. why are you talking to me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, if you, fair enough, if you're, if your person has done something that made you feel uncomfortable and you've spoken to them and in a roundabout way, they've gone cool anyway, and then just kept doing it, then by all means, rant away, drag them through the dirt. They deserve it. But if you haven't even spoken to your partner about something like that. People can't fix things if they don't yeah. know it's re- happening. Yeah. Yeah. And then like that person ends up getting a name, you know, a bad name, which I know it's selfish to be like, oh, my reputation. But like having a bad reputation is especially real bad, community. especially in this community. Yeah. If someone has a bad reputation, that's it. 
Yeah, it's very reputation based and feedback based and stuff like that. And if someone has a bad a tarnish against their name for something that probably didn't need to be to begin with, then you're hurting everyone involved for nothing. And I don't want this to come across as like victim blamey. And I'm sorry if that's the way that it's come out, but like I don't know. I just think that's something really important. And it's and that's why that's why vetting correctly mm. is so important yes. that is why negotiating correctly is so important and so huge like because those words are thrown around all the time but i've i've talked to people who are like oh yeah i vetted him for two days we had this conversation for like two days and then i decided to be a submissive i'm sorry excuse me what that's not a vetting that's a conversation right that's that's no <sighs> five yeah. five messages over two days yeah, yeah. no <laughs> like, like you need to yeah. do some more research into that i get it it's excited to do it but yeah and, and there's no shame in asking people in your community mm-hmm. hey what do you what's the vibe you get about insert person's name here mm-hmm. you don't have to get a fucking rundown on everything i've ever done but like i i have been informed by um some people who i know that like, hey, so-and-so asked me about you, and it always trips my anxiety up. I'm like, oh, what did they say? It's always good things, as far as I know. Um, but like, yeah, don't be afraid to ask the your local community, because I'm trying to I'm trying to make this as open-ended because my my community is online at the moment. Um but like be are. online or or in person. If you're, you know, if you know, if you know people who know people who know people in your local community be it online or or in person just ask like you don't have to put out a facebook status and ask everyone what do you think about this person but like if you trust someone who's a pillar of your community just ask them hey i'm so and so and i've been talking what have you heard about them or if you don't know anything about them can you ask around and see what you can find out because like worst comes to worst everything's good and that's good and then cool yeah there you go usually if someone's a good pillar of their community and people vouch for them you're probably going to be fine although it's a good sign yeah um but if someone you know if someone says oh i heard so and so because again <laughs> take it with a pinch of salt but um you know it, it's very important especially because if you if you if you don't really know them that well or if you're new to the community then that's all you've really got to go off of, especially if you don't really know what to look for. And if you don't know what to look for and when vetting, ask somebody, use your mouth, use your brain, use your words, <laughs> use your words. And the same for doms as well. Although people have looked at me weird whenever I like try and vet submissives and they're like, why, why do you want to vet them? I'm like, it's a two way street, fucko. Mm-hmm. Like I need to know that I'm going to be safe. Like it's all very well saying Oh, I really, I really, I really like communication. It's one thing to say that you like communication. It's another to nut up and show that you like communication. Right. Time and time again, I get let down by people saying, "Oh, yeah, I'm a really big communicator." No, you're fucking not. Like, no, 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 no. Um, but yeah, take your time with it. Gossiper are two different things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, tell me about it. Um take your time it's still gonna it's still gonna be just as exciting once you've taken your time and properly done this exactly yeah but yeah i don't i don't know if you have any more alex it looked like you took a break for a second you're searching something 
Matt, no, I'm just fucking around with one of my GoPro accessories. Um, uh, okay, okay. no, I can, like I said, I can, I can do this all day. I can sit here and waste everyone's time for six hours. Like, uh, no. <laughs> well, my um, hair has been sitting for a while, so I think we should jump to some final, final words. Edwin, mm-hmm. let's let's start with your last remarks. I know I was oh, quiet yes. the whole time today. Like, <laughs> you were just listening to what Alex was preaching. Man, like, bro, um, I'm going to be 100% honest. Uh, he's definitely gave me something to add to the arsenal. Um, just because, like, physical is one thing, but when you start to actually, like, work more towards the mental, I feel like more things can help fall in place, as well as more things can start to dismantle as well. But um, I think mental masochism is something that maybe we should go over and I'm saying in all communities, I think it's something that they should go over first before physical, Uh, because honestly, like whenever we start communicating, obviously there's nothing physical that we're doing, whether we're vetting or negotiating, it's all literally here and here. So, and I'm pointing to my brain, sorry guys, I know y'all can't see it, but it's, uh, (laughs) it's literally brain to brain. So, I mean, once y'all have that communication and your brains are on the same wavelength, it's just easier to start building things. And then obviously like more communication, everything comes with it. So, um, you know, and that's that's just the good part. The bad part is when everything starts to fall apart and, you know, neither one of y'all want to actually like work things out. And then there's obviously like, you know, whether it be blockades or any trauma that has been made or, um, you know, and even just like, you know, falling out of, you know, the dynamic love uh, a- as a whole. You know, it's just one of those things I feel like mental masochism is something that we should start with first before anything physical. So once your mind is in the best, once you're in the best state of mind everything else mm-hmm. can just kind of uh you know stroll along and be a lot easier mm-hmm. yeah exactly okay. and i'm glad i could give you something to <laughs> give you something to add no that's so this uh podcast is for, or alex yeah. do you have any last remarks you want to throw in there any uh I'm last just, points you want to hammer home i'm just going to shout from the megaphone again communication reassurance um just don't be a dummy. Like, just take it slow. Take it easy. Um, like I said, chances are you're both probably already into it to begin with. You just don't know what the word's called. And now you do. Hopefully you can experiment with, like, some light mind fuckery, as I, as I like to call it. Um, you don't have to go all in at once. You can, like I said, chances are everyone's already probably doing it at sub-level and you just don't fucking realize it yet because you don't know what the word is. Um yeah talk to your partner you dummies it's not rocket science just ask them and talk to them and have a conversation and go from there see gauge what their gauge what their thing is um but yeah also really interesting thing just go through the wikipedia list of kinks um sometime with your partner and be like oh what's this one? Oh, that looks good like just <laughs> just have a look yeah, um although some of them before. have got some of them have got really fucking weird names but like you might find something that you think, ooh, I like the sound of that. And I've discovered kinks from the most innocuous shit. Like, I had no fucking idea. I'm like, I had zero idea. And I was like, oh, oh, okay. Oh, all right. I get what you're picking up. All right, cool. Like, yeah, just talk to your partner, you dummies. It's, it's really not rocket science. Um, also, be safe, be sane, be proactive, and be clean about it. Agreed. Okay. Uh, Alex, Alex, you kind of took my my last remarks, but I agree. if you if you can't 
have that communication conversation clearly like at all I mean I get I I understand if it takes you a day or two to bring it up but if you can't have it at all then you shouldn't be doing this and I know that sounds gatekeepy but that's a safety issue yeah um it again and how many times am I going to say it I'm going to say it a million times more this goes to you being your own advocate for your own safety your own happiness your own pleasure and if you can't do that and if you can't expect what is best for you, then you've got some more thinking to do. I know it's hard. Yeah. Take a step into it. Enjoy it. You, there's no, there, you don't have to, like Alex said, you don't have to jump in to the nine foot into the pool with both feet. You can start on the other side where it's just kind of lapping at your toes and take a step in and Kitty take pool. a baby step so, in and take yeah, a baby like step I said. in. Most people are probably already doing it, especially at least with mental masochism. Most people are probably already doing it, and you don't realize you don't realize it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it's lots of fun, it's, lots, it's very enjoyable. So, find what you like and go for it. Yeah, any, any shameless plugs for the doctor? For the doctor, uh, I'm talking about you, sir. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, any shameless Ooh. plugs. <laughs> Nah, nah, not really. I've I've yet to set up kink social media because I don't really see. You're not on Twitter really or anything Although, else, like. <laughs> I will say, I will say. Speaking of kink social media, keep an eye on this space. There are some some things coming. I'm uh, I'm not going to ruin it, but I know I've been working with Edwin and Coco behind the scenes. There's some there's some things coming. Just keep your eye out. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, uh, loving having extra people. You know to. to obviously like join the movement i wouldn't even call it necessarily a movement we're just trying to i would (laughs) it's an adventure it is an adventure we're just trying to make sure that uh you know obviously we're uh the more people know right the better it is for all of us so you know it it just kind of builds upon itself having you know the right things in right places and more people talking about it the more it can become obviously less taboo so so some shameless plugs for dark side adventures we are finally 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 on apple podcast so find us at dark side adventures thank you it took a long time it wanted to keep glitching on me but i figured it out um so we are at apple podcast we are on spotify podbean stitcher deezers a lot of other ones but spotify and apple are the the two main um Dark Side Adventures, we are at on Reddit yep. at Dark Side Adventures. We're at Twitter at Dark S Adventures. We have some social media in the works that we'll yep. announce in a little bit. And you can email us if you have comments, kinks you want us to explore, hell, if you want to be on this podcast, you can email us at our Dark Side Adventures at gmail.com. Well, of course, yep. guys, we appreciate y'all and we are your hosts once again. We are Edwin. I'm Coco. And thank you, Alex, for coming on again. No, thank you, guys. Adios. Bye. Bye.